0: This is a free download from Delancey Elam Church. We meet every Sunday morning at 10.30am in the Delancey Elam Church building at LeBanks, St. Samson's in the Channel Island of Guernsey. To contact us or find out more information about us, please visit our website at delanceyelam.co.uk. Good morning, everybody. That's terrible. That's terrible. I want more. I want more, like, of we were doing on a Friday, guys. Are you ready? Um, so um, let's try this after three. One, two, three. Good morning. That's getting better. We'll keep working on that. Okay, I'm just going to do some moving around. So this morning, I'm going to be talking to you about a thankful life. So this is my story. Stay. Thank you very much. Okay, so a few weeks ago. I live in London, sorry, not a few weeks ago I live in London, I do live in London, and a few weeks ago, I knew I was coming to Guernsey, and I was sat on a train doing my morning commute. Now, anybody who's been to London knows sitting on a train is always a a good good thing to happen, because normally you're standing. But it was particularly good this morning, is it was a very early train. It was like 6.40 maybe in the morning. And um, we were just about to pull into Victoria Station. And as I came over, there's this bit by Battersea Park. If you who knows Battersea Power Station, i heard of Battersea Dogs Home. Just by that point, and you cross the Thames. And as I turned, I looked down the Thames as we were crossing the bridge. And I was like, that's pretty cool. And as I sat there, I had this moment where I suddenly thought, how on the earth have I ended up sitting on this train, doing a commute at this time of the morning. I shouldn't be here. I'm not clever enough to do the job I do. I'm not really, I haven't got the qualifications. I'm not qualified to do the job I do. And here I am, working for this company that I do, who are massive, and I'm telling them how to do something. I'm like, there's something very wrong here. And I was like, wow, that's amazing. That's got to be God, because only God could have done that. There's no way I could have done that in my own strength. And I thought, do you know what, there's lots I can thank God for. There's lots every day we can thank God for. You know, so often we spend our life moaning and groaning about things that happen, and actually, we've got so much going for us. We've got so many things that we can be thankful for. So today, I want to challenge us to live a thankful life. So as I sat there for the last few minutes of the journey, it's like literally about a minute, God showed me a story that he, I, I've got in a book. So I thought I'd read it. Is that right? Now you have to apologise that sometimes when I'm reading, I do get a little bit confused. So we'll see how this goes. But I was remembering the story and it did come to me and I was like, this is an awesome story. If I can find the right page. Nope. Um, no, we're nearer than that. Samuel? No, we don't want Samuel. That's not the story I want. David? No, that's not. There we go. This is the one. So this story is called Jonah the Groner. Jonah was a Groner. That's right. A Groner. So when God told him to go to Nineveh, so let's have a picture of Jonah up there. There we go. So when God told Jonah to go to Nineveh and tell the people who lived there to, do, uh, to change their evil ways, what did Jonah do? Jonah groaned. Not Nineveh, he groaned. Anywhere but Nineveh, the people there who live there are enemies. And when he'd stopped groaning, Jonah bought himself a ticket. A ticket for a boat ride. A boat ride that would take him far away from Nineveh. God listened to Jonah groan. God watched him buy his ticket, but God still wanted Jonah to go to Nineveh. So when the boat reached the deepest part of the sea, God sent a storm. God help us, cried a sailor. We're sinking. God saved us, cried another. We're tipping over. God must be very angry, cried the captain, with someone here on board. And what did Jonah do? Jonah groaned. It's me, Jonah groaned. I'm the one God is angry with. He told everyone to go to Nineveh. He told me, sorry, no, he told me to go to Nineveh. And here I am sailing in the opposite direction. Throw me into the sea and your troubles will be over. God forgive us, the sailors cried as they tossed Jonah into the water. And almost at once the sea grew calm. Oh dear, Jonah groaned. I'm sinking. Oh no, Jonah groaned. I'm going to drown. Oh my, Jonah groaned. That's the biggest fish I've ever seen. And before he could groan, another groan, the fish opened his mouth and swallowed Jonah up. It was God who sent the fish to rescue Jonah. And to give him time to think, he had plenty to groan about, of course. The fish, slimy stomach, the seaweed, the smell... But Jonah was still alive. And that was something to cheer about. So Jonah stopped his groaning and prayed a prayer. I was sinking, Lord, I was drowning, but you saved me. Now I will do whatever you want. Three days later, the fish spat Jonah up on a beach. And Jonah kept his promises. And he went straight to Nineveh and told the people that God wanted to change their evil ways. Forty days is all you've got, he warned them. And if you haven't changed by them, God will destroy your city. The people of Nineveh listened. And the people of Nineveh wept. And the people of Nineveh changed from the king right down to the poorest slave. They decided to do what was right. And what did Jonah do? Jonah groaned. He sat himself under a shadow of a tree and he groaned. I knew this would happen, he groaned. "'You you are a loving God who loves to forgive people, "'but I still don't like the people of Nineveh, "'and I wish they'd been destroyed.' "'Jonah fell asleep groaning, "'and during the night God sent a worm to kill the tree, "'and when Jonah awoke he groaned more than ever. "'The tree is dead,' he groaned, "'and now I have no shade. "'Oh, Jonah,' God sighed, "'you cry about this tree, "'but you care nothing for the people of Nineveh. "'I want them to love them. "'I want you to love them like I do.' And finally God added, I want you to stop your groaning. You know, I think so often in life we can always be asking for more from God. We can ask God, I want a new job, or I want this, or I want that, or I want this. But you know, sometimes we just need to be happy with what we've got right now. Because God has provided everything for us. I'm sure most of us slept well in our comfy beds last night, but there's people around the world who didn't. But, you know, we're sometimes not thankful for that. Oh, i got a bad back from my bed last night. Oh, it was terrible night's sleep. And we're so lucky that we've even got somewhere to call our bed. And, you know, I can see Jonah just before this praying to God. He said, God... Will you use me? Will you send me? Will you make me? Will you use me? And I can see God going, yeah, Jonah, I'll use you. And Jonah, when it came, didn't like the way that God presented something. And sometimes with God, we get things from God and we don't always like the way he's presented it to us. We don't like what he's asked us to do because maybe it challenges our faith or maybe it challenges us. But the thing is, is we should be thankful that God wants to use us. That God wants to, 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 to take us, ordinary humans to do his amazing work. So, um, let me think. I've just So there's this verse in the Bible that I want to read to you, okay? Before we get onto the main bit. And it says this: Be cheerful no matter what. Pray all times, thanking God no matter what happens. This is the way God wants you to. Who belonged to Christ Jesus to live, and that's from one Thessalonians five sixteen to eighteen. So I think Jonah needed to hear that verse. Oh, gone too far. Ooh, going the wrong way now. There we go. Okay, so the Jonah needed to hear that verse because I think there was things that he was amazing for his life. Jonah was used by God in amazing ways, but yet he wasn't thankful. The whole of Nineveh changed, but he wasn't thankful, he just groaned. So I've got some four things that we can be thankful for, so let's have a look at those. So number one, everybody say, God's love, because that's about to appear, there we go. Everybody say God's love after three. One, three, one, two, three. Well, is that all that matters? Let's try a bit more than that. After three, God's love, one, two, three. That's better. You see, some of us are a little bit like my Coke bottle here. Oh, I forgot something. Bear with me. Uh, This one, this one, this is what I'm like. Ooh. We showed everything. Well, that's fine, actually. Let's do that. (laughs) Okay. So we're a little bit like my Coke bottle. You know, I want you to imagine that this is like God's love. You know, we think that maybe we don't deserve God's love. So sometimes we're like, yeah, we're, we're good enough for God's love. We're good enough. And other times we think, well, do you know what? We're absolutely not good enough for God's love. We're not good enough. We've done wrong things. We've got things wrong. We've made mistakes. We've done bad things. We've been naughty at school. We've not obeyed those that lead us and those that teach us well enough. And we feel that like God doesn't love us. But the amazing thing is is that God does love us no matter what. He cares about us no matter what. He cares about us so much ...that he lives inside of us when we ask him to. He really does care about us. He thinks you're amazing. And he loves you with an everlasting love. So, I've got a verse to say. Because that's important. Verses are all important. And it says, Give thanks to the Lord for he is good. His love endures forever. You can't run away from God's love. You can't outdo God's love. God's love is amazing. He loves you so much. You're really precious to Him. So everybody say, God's love. love. Some things else we can be thankful for are that God is always with me. Everyone say, "God God is always with me. So, I have a verse here. It says this. So then, just as you receive Christ Jesus as our Lord, continue to live your life in Him, rooted and built up in Him, and strengthened in your faith, you were taught overflowing with thankfulness. And that's from Colossians 2, 6-7. So no matter what situations we go through in life, God will help us. You know, sometimes we can be a bit like this piece of rope when hard things happen. We fall to pieces. We just fall. But you know, God sent His Holy Spirit And the reason God sent His Holy Spirit was to help us and to guide us and to make us really, really strong. He came so that we could be tough and get through things. He sent the Holy Spirit to help us and guide us every day. So even though you might not feel strong enough, even though you might not, you might feel all wobbly and flexible like this piece of rope when stuffed, but if you pray to God and say, God, will you help me? He will make you oh, 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 He will make you I need you all to blow on this please. After three. One, two, three. He will make you absolutely strong to subtake everything. He won't let you down. No matter what you go through He will help you and guide you. That's what His Holy Spirit's here to help you do. There we go. Thank you. I like that one. It's nice. So, everybody say, God's love. Everybody say, God is always with me. And our third one is this. God's forgiveness and grace. This is an important one. Thank you very much. That was awesome. So, let's try that after three. That was brilliant. Well done. After three, let's try God's forgiveness and grace. One, two, three. God's forgiveness and grace. Oh, Steph, you know that stuff that I said I'll get in a minute. Can you bring it down for me? Thank you. So this morning, I thought I would bake a cake for you. Is that all right? I just thought I'd do something a bit different. So um, I'm just going to prepare a little bit. Thank you very much, Cameron. There we go. Well done. Right, so, a cake. You know, a cake is important to follow a recipe. It's really important to do, put the ingredients in right. But, you see, I know how to make cakes. Audience participation here. I know how to make cakes. I do. I really do. So, the first thing I found out about cake is you need some flour. Oh, no, sugar goes first. Sugar. Okay, now I like my cakes a little bit sweet. So, oh, no, that's flour. That's the wrong one. Don't start with the wrong one. That's never a good option. Here we go, some sugar. I like some sugar in my cake. There we go. Just a little bit of sugar. It's all very carefully weighed out this. Um, So the next thing is some butter or margarine in my case. Here we go. Not too much of that because we've got to be healthy. Excellent. Okay. Um, The next bit of the recipe, I'm sure, says something about flour. Now it mentions sieving it. Where's my flour? Oh, here's my flour. So um, sieve it. I forgot my sieve. One sec. This will do. Oh, Oh, yes. Oh, yes. That's better. Can I get my shoe back on, is the question. (laughs) I can't get my shoe back on. There we go. Okay. This bit always goes a little bit bad. Okay, so we'll just put some... That's not working very well, is it now? So some flour. There we go. Oh, do you know what? Just put the sock in. It's easier that way. So, um, now, I'm actually... uh, Let's give that a little bit of a mix-up. There we go. That's always good. Brilliant. That's looking... Who wants to eat my cake, by the way? Excellent. Um, Eggs. This is the next one. So, it says break some eggs. so... So, we'll just put some of them in there. Brilliant. Let's smash that around a little bit. Oh, this is looking good. Who's ready for some cake this morning? Okay. Now I'm actually gonna do a bit of carrot cake if that's alright. I do like a bit of carrot, so I've got my carrot here. So we'll just put that in there as well. A bit of extra flavour Oh, sorry, I'm just making a mess everywhere. A bit of extra flavour from the mud is always good. And then we just got a great sum of this in clean up on our three okay so we put some carrot in there let's give that a who's ready for some lovely cake this morning yeah okay uh, it's looking a little dry though so I think what have I got in here oh yes so we'll just put some extra liquid in (coughs) Oh, yes, that was good. A bit more, I think. <sighs> Who's ready for some cake this morning? Yes. So it looks something like this lovely. I mean, look at that. Can you all see that? It's absolutely fantastic. Oh, yes bit of liquid there. Right, okay. So I've now got my serving bowl. So we'll just put a bit of mixture in there. Do you know, it's still a little bit dry. You saw a hair, it's actually a bit of plant. I've got to be honest. There we go. A bit of mouthwash hell always helps. Oh, that's better now. It's a bit more liquidy. Oh, look at that. Who's ready for their Sunday lunch this morning? There we go. That's brilliant. Can I just have a cloth? if That's all right. I forgot that bit as well. Okay. So the next thing we need... Um, oh, we got, that, we got that. Oh, we need to put it in the oven. Now, I don't want to bother waiting around for a bit, so I thought I'd do this my style. So yes, well, I've dropped two spoons in there now. This is oh, thanks. That's always good. Always prepare your tools well, so that you can get into the bottle before doing the ch- trying to do it. Oh, this is childproof. This that's why I can't do it. <laughs> Includes big kids. There we go. Okay, so let's put a bit of, uh, this is some fire stuff. Let's put a bit of that in there. Okay. One last thing, we need a bit of fire. There we go. Okay, it was the wind, obviously. All right, are you ready for this? I don't like this bit. This always goes wrong. Last time I did this, I ended up with cake all over the floor. We'll put a bit of fire in there. We'll take our lid. I want you to all give it a good blow. That's no way good enough. I want you to blow so hard that the person on front of you gets some like spit in their hair, please. Are you ready? After three. One, two, three. That's much better. You know, the amazing thing is, is sometimes we're a bit like this in life. We've made mistakes. We get our recipe for our lives wrong. You know, God set out clear rules in the Bible of how we should live our lives and the best way to live our lives and how to have a successful life. But we make all make mistakes. Me and you. Every single one of us does stuff wrong. At times. And our lives can look a little bit like this cake mixture. To be honest, not very nice. But God sent Jesus to die on the cross. To forgive us for all the wrong things that we've ever done. So that we can be forgiven. And that's what this is all about. Is that God sent Jesus to die on a cross for me because he loves me because he cares for me and when we follow his way he turns us into something beautiful into a nice cake there you go Pastor John you can have a bit of cake if you wish Thank you. now my hands are all sticky excellent excellent So, I've got a little verse for this bit. So, it says this. I always thank my God for you because of the grace given to you in Christ Jesus. Because you've been enriched in every ways with all kind of speech and all kind of knowledge, God thus confirming, confirming our testimony about Christ amongst you. So, what that verse says is, do you know what? I'm thankful for God that God saved your life, that he's transformed you, that he's put his Holy Spirit inside of you and you can say and do amazing things for him. And because you've changed so much, your life no longer looks like this mess but looks like that beautiful cake because God's transformed your life. So I think that's pretty impressive that God, we can be thankful for God's grace and forgiveness. So everybody say God's love. Everyone say, God is always with me. God always with me. Everyone say, God's forgiveness, and grace. God's forgiveness and grace. And I have one last thing, which is this. God's mission for our lives. Everyone say, God's mission for our lives. For our lives. You know, I found something out recently, is that... When you read the newspaper, it's just full of bad news. Who finds that? Who enjoys listening to the news and finding out all the rubbish things that have happened? This has happened. That's happened. This other thing's happened. You know, constantly, there's always bad news around us. And, you know, we can often make seem that bad news is the most important thing. Oh, look at what's going on in the world. It's terrible. It's awful. It's really bad. And I'm sure in a little way, Jonah did this. He's heard of all the terrible things that the Nineveh people had done. They're terrible people. They're not good enough people for God, he said. And he made all his own judgments. And you know, when God told Jonah to go off and talk to the people of Nineveh, do you know what? It was terrible news to his ear. They're going to kill me, he cried. They're going to kill me. It'll be terrible. But do you know what? God had something better planned. God had a mission for Jonah's life. Jonah was a secret agent for God. And he was going to be used mightily by God. But instead of listening to what God was saying... He listened to what the man was saying. He listened to what people were around him saying. All the bad reports, all the bad news is what he listened to instead of listening to God. And you know, thousands of years later today, sometimes we all do the same. We listen to bad reports. You know, Christianity has always been attacked. It's always under attack from people that want to try and destroy the message of Jesus Christ. They want to try and stop it. They want to promote bad news about it. But the thing is, is that today, God's word stands strong. No matter what, God's word stands intact. God's word is total truth. And whatever anybody else may say, they may try and destroy it. They may try and take it to pieces. But God will always keep it whole. God's Word can never be destroyed. God's Word can never be taken to pieces because He wrote it, and it's fact, and it's truth. And in the Bible, God gives each of us a message, a mission even. So, are you ready for your secret mission? Oh, come on. Are you ready for your secret mission? Are you ready for your secret mission? I'm going to skip to a verse, actually, because I've gotten this in the wrong order. Never mind. And it says this. Therefore, go into the whole world. I'm reading a different version in my head, obviously. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you, and surely... I will be with you to the very ends of the age. And that's from Matthew 28, 19. Now, I have a friend who lives in the same house as me. And I'm not going to mention this person's name. That would be wrong. But my friend. And he has a job, but he doesn't like his job. And every night he comes home and he tells me, Joe, I don't like my job. My commute's an hour and a half. I don't like it. It's too long. He says, I don't like it. I don't like my job. It's not good enough. And one day, after about a week of this, I was like, Paul, Oops. <laughs> oops, never mind. I said to him, Fred, I just wrote a different name and so you don't know which one it is. <laughs> Always good. I said to him, listen, you're in an important place. You're in the mission field. You're witnessing to people in your workplace. You're witnessing to people wherever you go. You've got an amazing opportunity to spread the gospel, to tell people about Jesus. And even though you might not like your job, you're there under mission from God. And you might not like school, but you're there under a mission from God. You might not like your office friends, but they're there. You're there under mission from God to make a difference. To tell them about Jesus. To tell them about all the wonderful things he's done in your life. To tell him how much he's transformed and changed your life. We're there under mission. And if we look at our lives in that way, we can be thankful that God wants to use us to change other people's lives. We can be thankful that God wants to to use me and nobody do something amazing. To see somebody come into a relationship with God, the Father. So, there's some things that we can be thankful for. And we can all say these out loud. After three, we'll go, we'll go God's love, God is always with me, God's forgiveness and grace, God's mission for our life. Are you ready? So, number one is? Number two is? Number three is? Number four. That's brilliant. So we can always be thankful no matter what happens around us. We can know we can be thankful for these things because these are constants. These are things that will always be in our lives. Thank you for listening to this free download from Delancey Eden Church. To contact us or find out more information about us, please visit our website at delancey.com.uk.